We thank God you have tuned in to this message by David Entry at Caris Church. No hand can help you with the fulfillment of your destiny but the Word of God. May God hand align with you further into your destiny through this Word. I'm reading from two references. First one is in the book of Psalm 92. And then I'll jump to the second one in the New Testament. I'm reading Psalm 92, verse 1. I'll read it and then we all read it together. It is a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord and to sing praises unto thy name, O Most High. Shall we all read it out loud together? Let's go. And to sing praises unto thy name, O Most Can I have just ladies read it? Ladies, let's go. Can I have the gentleman read it? Let's go, gentlemen. And to sing praises unto thy name. Shall we all read it out loud together one more time? Oh, Moses. The second scripture I'll be reading is from Romans chapter 1, verse 21. Because that when they knew God, they glorified him not as God, neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations and their foolish hearts were darkened. Here ends the reading of God's holy word. Shall we please pray? Father, thank you, thank you, thank you. We cannot say thank you enough. If we have more tongues and mouth, we will use all to continue to say thank you and thank you. But for this moment, with what you have given us, we are grateful to give us the opportunity even to use our tongue, one though it might be, to say thank you, even though we need more than one. Thank you. We are grateful to you for gathering us together around your word. Oh, Holy Spirit, you who is the river that flows into us and make us become well springs of river, living waters. We pray that as your word is taught, you being the magister veritatis, the source of truth, the origin of the truth. No one can know the real truth outside of you. So as we get into God's word, expose us to the real truth. The truth in God's word, for Christ is the truth. Thank you. We give you praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm attempting to talk about the principles of thanksgiving. Principles of thanksgiving. The first scripture we read, you can see clearly, the Bible says that it is a good thing to give thanks to the Lord. It's a good thing. It's just, you can't go wrong giving thanks to God. It's just a good thing. So if something is good to do, that means there must be a reason why it's good. If it's good to do it, then it will be important to know why, why is it good to do it? Because we all know how responsible parents teach their children to say thank you. It's basic etiquette. Base is, is the most fundamental of etiquette. Johnny, say thank you. Say thank you. Now, when you collect it back from him, Ah, if I give you, will you say thank you? Yes. 
thank you. Well done. <laughs> well done. So to give thanks, and Bible says this categorically, that it is actually a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord. Unto the Lord. It's a good thing. It's sad how many people's relationship with God is fundamentally based on just asking God to do. Asking God, do this. The reason why many prayers have been unanswered is because it's not from a place of gratitude. It's from a place of entitlement. That's why when your prayers are not answered, you're upset with God. Oh, really? I'm upset. I won't even go to church again because when I prayed to get a job, God didn't answer. Really? Oh, so it's your entitlement. Yeah, but that's why I'm going to church. You got it wrong. The fact that you are alive is good reason why you, you should say thank you. It is just a good thing to be thankful, let alone to give thanks to God. Said is a good thing. In the book of Psalm 106 verse 1, the Bible says that, praise the Lord. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord. Why? Oh, I, read with me. I mean, come on, let's read. Is that, why? Why? Say thanks. Why should I say thanks? God is good. But I, I don't feel it. Start acknowledging it and you'll see if you won't feel it. If you won't see it. God is good. Now, the goodness of God is not based on your particular circumstances. The fact that things don't look good in your life doesn't mean God has ceased being good. The fact that it's feeling cold this morning in London doesn't mean it's not hot. The sun is not hot. The sun is always hot. In spite of where you, you can be in, the, in Greenland or the North Pole and it will feel so cold. But I'm telling you, the sun is too hot. You can't use the condition around the North Pole to judge the character of the sun. The North Pole is cold because it's too far away from the sun. But the sun is always hot. Why? Because it's its nature, characteristics of the sun. The nature of God is that it's good. Whether you feel it or not, whether it's showing up in your life or not, God is good. Someone say, God is good. But what I like about that text is, he's not just good, but he's, oh, good God. Oh, good God. You know what it means for God to be merciful? That means instead of dealing with you based on your fault, he kind of winks at your fault. He kind of turns intentionally, chooses not to deal with you based on your fault. He knows you are guilty. He knows you were wrong. But he intentionally says that I'm not going to deal with you based on your, how wrong you are. That's why mercy means that he kind of sidesteps the judgment you deserve and he deals with you as though you are innocent. Even though you know, he knows you are guilty. And that's mercy. And he says that, give thanks because he's good. And not just that. And his mercies are always enduring. Give thanks. Psalm 106, 
Verse 1, give thanks unto the Lord for his good and his mercy. Psalm 107, verse 1, give thanks unto the Lord for his good and his mercy. Psalm 118, verse 1, give thanks unto for his good and his mercy. Psalm 118, verse 29, his good and his mercy endures forever. Psalm 136, verse 1, give thanks unto the Lord for his good. And because God is good and his mercy endures forever, you don't have a reason not to be thankful to God. Even when you've lost your job, a Christian must be thankful. Even when you've lost something very precious to you, even when you've had the worst news, your approach, even though your heart is broken, the place of thanksgiving or being thankful to God shouldn't be affected by circumstances around you. Someone say, thank you, Lord. So he said we should give thanks. Now, the principles behind thanksgiving or the, the implication of being thankful or how to be thankful or why to be thankful. There's a system behind, a godly system behind thanksgiving. Number one, I have, I think I wrote, I've written about seven points I want to give you. Principles. Number one, if you want to be, if he says you should be thankful, then being thankful, watch this. Giving thanks. If he said give thanks to the Lord, some. 136 verse 1 or 118 verse 1 or the other ones I read. Oh, give thanks. Say give thanks. Yes. Say it again. Yes. Say it again, please. Yes. So give thanks to the Lord. Right. So the principle behind giving thanks is not just saying thank you. Johnny said thank you. If I don't say it, they won't give it to me. Thank you. But he didn't mean it. Giving thanks is different from being thankful. Being thankful will always results in the giving of thanks. But giving thanks, the act of giving thanks, does not necessarily mean someone is thankful. When your heart is filled with gratitude, you will end up giving thanks. So thanksgiving is the overflow of gratitude in the heart. Not just an instruction from a pastor. So sometimes you don't even need to be instructed. Your heart is genuinely grateful. And to be grateful, that means it calls for a pause to think. It calls for pausing, just pause. Think about events in your life. Think about where you could have been and where really you should have been. Think about that. Some of us. It's human sometimes to forget to be thankful. Forgetfulness is human. Let's all say that together. Say it again. Yeah. It's not computing, but it's human. It's human to forget that when you, you were so desperate for accommodation, she wasn't a nice person. But at that critical moment, she was the one who helped you. He was the one who said, oh, come, I have one room. Can come and stay there. And after three months, it became funny. She became funny. And you left with bitterness and anger. Yeah, I could understand. But never forget that at that critical moment, you owe the person thanks. There are people here, you've forgotten what others have done for you. So quickly. 
so quickly. How they stood with you in the most difficult moment. You forgot? There are people, you should, you, you should make a list of certain people you should go and say thank you, thank you to. You should go and say thank you to. Some of us, our mother, how your mother has sacrificed for you. And your mother, before she died, she said, please take care of your sister. Now you've forgotten about your sister because you are not thankful to your mother. Sometimes for that, because of gratitude to somebody, you will just show another person favor because of this person. Because of this person, I will bend backwards to help you because of this person. Thankfulness. That is one of the greatest sicknesses in the human heart. Thanklessness. Being unthankful. Bible says in um, 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 1 and 2. Verse 1 said, in the last days, perilous times will come. Why? Look at the next verse. Did you see why the perilous times come? Do you see why the perilous times come? It's not because Satan is on the rise, but because men, human beings, shall be lovers of their own self. They will do selfies endlessly. Lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemous, disobedient to... Oh, how I wish some people would see that one. Disobedient to parents makes life hard and perilous. Covetousness boastful, pride, all these things, they have a way of making life hard, harsh, and perilous. Don't blame cost of living crisis. This is the way, the real problem. That's the real problem. And then see, after unthankful, uh, uh, disobedient prayer, look at that. Unthankful. At least let's rehearse something. Why don't you look at someone sitting here and say, thank you. Thank you. We should never forget the sacrifices of others. We should always remember to say thank you. Some of you after church, go and say thank you to your mother. Go and say thank you to your dad. Your husbands and wife, we easily forget to say thank you to our wife. Especially people who are close to us, we take them for granted. Look at how much sacrifice this your husband has done. Without him, the house would have been, everything would be falling down. Every time he's fixing time. Look at, look at what your wife has done. Without her, the fridge would always be stinking. So, number one principle is, it's gratitude and it's, it's, it's a command. You have to. Gratitude. You must have gratitude. You must be thankful in, in uh, Colossians chapter 3, verse 15. He said, be thankful. He didn't just say give thanks. He said, be thankful. Be ye thankful. Let's all say that together. Be say it loud again. Be, be ye thankful. You have to be. That's where thanksgiving starts from. You have to be thankful thankful for our nation. Be thankful for our church. Be thankful for your job. Be thankful for your family. Be thankful for your condition. Be thankful. Psalm 100 verse 4. He said, be thankful. Enter his gates with thanksgiving. Enter his cause with praise. Be thankful unto God. So you see, it's not just give thanks. He said, be. You are, that, that's why I differentiated between the act of giving thanks and the state of being thankful. So giving thanks starts from the state of being thankful. Being thankful. A lot of people have sacrificed and contributed to your life. Don't be quick to forget because of something they've also done wrong. 
Something you didn't like, they, they said you didn't like. Something they did, you didn't like. Or something, what is even so bad is something you heard about them from somebody else. Somebody who may not owe them thanks. You owe them thanks. You team up with someone who doesn't owe them thanks to join in vandalizing them. Be thankful. So first principle of giving thanks is be thankful. Bible says when they knew God, because they did not glorify our God or nor were thankful. They were not thankful. Neither were thankful. It's a state of heart. Men shall be unthankful in the last days. That's why very lost time shall come. Say, I'm thankful. Number two, you have to be purposeful. So like when we come to church, when it's time for praise, an expression of thanks. Don't wait for the music to determine your expression. Let your intention determine the, your expression. Do you, do you understand that? Sometimes Bible says that, oh, magnified in Psalm 34, it said, oh, verse 3, oh, magnify the Lord with me. So I am doing it. Join me. I'm doing it. Join. So that's what music and all the um, accompanying elements do. Because they don't generate thanks. You have it in your heart. And you want to express your thanks. Then they join you. Some of the songs, are an, they help you to express yourself in a way that you maybe couldn't articulate. So you have to be intentional and purposeful. Number three. In fact, let me add, give you a scripture. Um, Luke chapter 17, verse 15 to 17. When Jesus healed the ten lepers, Bible says one of them, when he saw he was healed, you see that he actually made that he turned back when with a loud voice glorified God. He, it was it, it was not accidental. He actually made a U-turn. He made a U-turn because he said, I'm going to thank him. I'm going to render thanks. And then verse, verse 16 says that, and he fell on his face at his feet, giving him thanks. No, it was intentional. It wasn't like he stumbled. He didn't stumble. He went on his face. So that phrase, fell on his face, means that he actually intentionally prostrated, went down. So you can put it like this. He went down with his face at his feet. For what? Just to say thanks. See, someone who is standing aside, who doesn't know the details of what is happening, may be saying that, but why are you bowing before him? Why are, you, why are you buying before him? Don't listen to them. They, they don't know. They don't know. They don't know. Don't let somebody who is not married be telling you about how you should treat your wife. You say, oh, don't thank her. She hasn't done much. Someone who doesn't understand the working knowledge, doesn't have the working knowledge of what it means to be a husband, what it means to be a wife, or has divorced, is now going to tell you, don't, why, why are you always, my wife, my wife? Why are you always, oh, my husband, my husband? You are doing it too much. He doesn't deserve that. And they will tell you, as for men, they will, they will leave you. So you have to be careful. Don't let someone step in the way of your expression, intentional expression of gratitude to someone whom you owe thanks to. Do you, do you understand what I'm saying? So he fell on his faith. To give thanks at midnight, Paul and Silas 
they chose. It wasn't by accident because they were in pain. They've been just been beaten. Acts chapter 16, verse 25. But at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises. It's a choice. So, number one, it's a matter of gratitude. Number two, it's a choice or intentional. Number three, I like number three very much. It must be expressive or demonstrable. Now, listen to this very carefully, somebody. You need to, you need to listen to this. Don't think because you said thank you to somebody, you have thanked them. Thank people in the way they hear thank you. So if you come to me and you say thank you, I, me, I didn't even realize you were thanking me. But I said thank you already. No, you have to do it in a way that I would know that you are oh, you are actually thanking me. Do you understand what I'm saying? When you are giving somebody thanks, when you are thanking somebody, it's your responsibility to make the person know that you are, until they know it, you haven't done it. You can say it, but you haven't actually done it because you have to express gratitude in a way the person knows you have actually expressed or you are expressing gratitude. Am, am I communicating? So it has to be intentional, purposeful, expressive, demonstrable you demonstrate it you are doing it for the person even if they are blind they will know that you are thanking them they cannot have a choice but know that you are thanking them is someone getting what i'm saying so thanksgiving must be demonstrable number you, you saw the way the man came and fell before jesus how can jesus say i don't know you are thanking me <laughs> How can you just ever think that? Oh, oh, oh really? Were you thanking me? I, I didn't know. Did you come to say thank you? Oh, yes. The, the demonstration was unmissable. You can't miss it. Number four, cognizance. You must know. There must be some cognition. You, you must know. Cognizance. Cognizance. You must watch this. What, what do I mean by you must know? When it comes to God and you are giving thanks, listen to this. You must be aware of the implication of saying thank you to God. Do you understand what I'm saying? You, you, so, not that we are just dancing. Oh, thank you. You must be aware of the record, the significance. When you give God thanks, what it can do, number one, it's a good thing to give thanks. You must know that it's just a good thing to, to give thanks because He's good and His mercy is. Number two, you must know that well, this is very important. When you are saying thank you to God, this is all just the sub points under cognizance or awareness. So can you imagine you are saying thank you to God? Sometimes you are wondering, with all I'm going through, do I have to say thank you? What should I be thankful for? You must know the implication of saying thank you to God. Number one, you say thank you because it's, a, it's actually a good thing to, to give God thanks. Number two, when you are giving God thanks, the implication is thanksgiving facilitates your prayers. There are things you have prayed about, you haven't seen answer. You start giving thanks for it. Suddenly you see that it will bring a, a turn around. It will bring a switch. Bible says in Philippians chapter 4, verse 6, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with what? Thanksgiving. Did you know that in Acts chapter 16, verse 25, at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed, and they sang praises to God, and the prisoners heard them. See, that's demonstration. It was obvious. 
The prisoners couldn't say that the, the people were quiet. The prisoners said, the people around you must know you are thankful. Sometimes don't be quiet, just say thank you, Jesus. Say it, let others know. Why are you so gentle that you are shy to demonstrate that you are thankful to God? Now, the prisoners heard them. Look at this. The prisoners heard them. And suddenly, they prayed. Oh, they are praying. Oh, God. They are praying. You are a reviver. Oh, God. Then suddenly, after praying, they are not seeing much. They switched to TV thanks and praising God. Suddenly, there was an earthquake. I heard Bishop Bioye say something very beautiful. He said, you see, when you pray, it might take time to get the answer. But when you thank, it moves you to fast lane. <laughs> oh yeah you are on the fast track with thanksgiving you have moved to the fast track and you are moving faster and things happen faster that's when you move to the realm of suddenly there was an earthquake yes suddenly there was an earthquake suddenly so the implication of saying you must know that when you say thanks to god it is facilitating your prayers it's making your prayers get faster results when you say thanks as well one of the things you, you should know when you are saying things is that it procures God's attention it brings attention of heaven when you thank God it has a way of attracting God's attention in a way that just praying might not be able to do heaven gives you attention can you imagine Jesus got to the tomb of Lazarus got to the tomb Lazarus was dead. He said, Father, I thank you. Hey! In a dead situation, you are giving thanks. Oh, yes. Because that's the only thing that can bring God down. Bible says that Abraham was strong in faith, giving glory to God. The same as giving thanks. When he hasn't had a child, he staggered not, Romans chapter 4, he staggered not at the promise of God, but was strong in faith, giving glory. Even though testimony hasn't come, he was still giving thanks. He was saying, Jesus stood before the tomb of Lazarus. The guy is dead. He's there in the tomb. But Jesus said, I give you thanks. After thanksgiving, I'm telling you, when you give thanks, you procure heaven's attention in a way that nothing can procure. Is someone learning something? Please, learn how to give thanks to God. And be aware that as you are saying thank you to God, and as you are giving thanks to God, as you are expressing your thanks, as you possess a heart of gratitude to God, you are actually bringing God's attention. Now look at this one. You, this one of the things you must know as well, that when you give thanks to God, you attract favor. Oh yeah. You attract favor. You command favor. You must know this. No, that's not, that's not point five. Oh. This is just under cognition. This is all under four things that you must know. One of the things you must know is that when you say thank you, you are commanding favor. Do you understand that? Anyone who knows how to say thank listen, you can get rid of people, gifted people from your life, but you can't get rid of thankful people. When someone is very thankful, you, you are very lenient towards them. You are biased favorably towards them. You check it and see. In your family, your dad, the, the children who are very thankful and show appreciation, your dad tends to do more for them. Oh yeah. Your mom tends to do more at work. You see that bad boss, that mean boss, the, the one who is very thankful. Any little thing, you see, any little thing. Yeah, ah. You see, there's a way you should say thank you so much that People feel, by you've said it enough. But you're not faking, you actually mean it. Can you imagine if I always say, listen, what you have done. When people are thankful, 
They procure favors. There's one man called Tertullius. In Acts chapter 24, when they were, listen to this, you will be surprised. They were bringing charges against Paul. Paul was innocent, and their charges were not founded. founded. It was baseless charges. They were bringing it against Paul. Even Felix himself said, I don't see a charge in this one. I don't see anything wrong. Felix even wanted to hear from Paul. He liked listening. He liked Paul. But Tertullius, Tertullius stood before Felix. In Acts chapter 24, let's read from verse 1 to, it's verse 3 we are going, but look at verse 1. Verse 1 says that after five days, Ananias the high priest descended with the elders and with a certain orator named Tertullius. Yes, Tertullius. Tertullius, who informed the governor against Paul. Verse 2, Tertullius. When he was called forth, Tertullius began to accuse Paul, saying, Seeing that by thee, by you, governor, it's telling this governor, by thee we enjoy great quietness, and that very worthy deeds are done unto this nation by thy providence. Look at the next statement. Look at that. We accept it always and in all places, most noble Felix, with. <laughs> he was bigging up the man. We all thankfulness. Then he lacked, then he launches his case against Paul, even though it was baseless. But look at the last verse in that chapter, verse 27. Look at verse 27. But after two years, Portius Festus came into Felix's room. That's his place, governor. And Felix, willing to show the Jews a pleasure. See what Tertullius has done. Tertullius has secured the man's favor so much that he couldn't release Paul, even though he knew Paul was innocent. He wanted to favor the Jews who knew how to say thank you. When people always say thank you to you and show, show it, show it, not just saying it, show how grateful they are to you. When you show how grateful you are to people who have done something notable in your life, Thankworthy in your life. When you show gratitude, especially if they have the ability to do more, you command their favor. They are always willing to do more. How much more, God? When you tell God, thank you, stop the complaining. You know, I, I, as for me, I, I've taught a lot of people. Now they have got better jobs. I'm better than all of them. Now look at where I am. Look, at, you will stay there. You will stay there. But in spite of the situation, I, I'm not married. But God, I am thankful. I am thankful because there's still hope. My, 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 my contemporaries are mocking me. My family is mocking you. God, look at They always say, hey, check girl, check girl. Look at her, look at her, God. But God, I am so thankful. Oh God, I'm thankful that I'm even alive. I'm thankful that I'm in Christ. I'm, even if you don't do anything, I'm th- God said, ah, is that what you are saying? The angels will be telling God, God, listen to your boy. See, God, you have to do something. Otherwise, somebody danced before a king in Mark chapter 6. The, the girl called, the, this young girl, <laughs> Salome actually, she, this young girl danced before a king. The king said, ask me anything to the half of my kingdom. <laughs> the king said, a dancer. He was so pleased. He said, 
tell me what I should do for you today, half of my, watch this. There are many people in church, they only dance, but not with gratitude. Gratitude is a dance God doesn't turn down. When you are dancing, your heart, when you are so grateful in your heart, it's like a, it's dancing before God. And then the king promises, he didn't know what was coming. And the little girl said, give me the head of John the Baptist. It was too hard. The king couldn't, it was too much a demand. But the people around him say, Bible says that, he said, because of the people around him, because of the people around him. You know, when someone like said, oh, can I have your, uh, the face that you are not using? Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. You haven't even given him yet. I said, thank you. Now, you know what? It feels like the way this person is thanking me, if I don't, others people will think, others will think I'm very mean. Because they know I can give this. So the thank you is actually making you, putting pressure on the person to show you exceptional favor because of their onlookers. Because of this Herod, people were looking on, he couldn't say, I won't do it. Paul and Silas praised God so much, angels were telling God, God, they prayed, but this time they look at your boy. God, look at your boy. God said, I have to descend. And there was an earthquake. When you are thankful to God, it is important. It commands favor. Say, favor is coming my way. And let me just add one of the things you must know. Last thing you must know. When you are thankful to God, it creates room for God to do more. All right? Don't forget. There's so much God can do. You think he's finished? Ah! He hasn't gotten a fraction of what he can do. When you are thankful to God, when you express that in spite of what he has done, what he hasn't done, you create room for God to do more. Amen. So these are all things you must know. Let me just mention the last points quickly. Number five. So number one, the principle is gratitude. Number two, intention. Number three, demonstrable. Number four, cognizance. And under cognizance, I gave you about five points. It's good to give thanks. It facilitates prayer. It procures attention. It commands favor and then it creates room. Now, number five of the principle is thanksgiving must be incessant. It's really cease. Don't stop it. Incessant, unceasing. Let me use the word that right. Incessant or unceasing or constant. Ceaseless is better. Ceaseless. Bible says in First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 18, in all things give thanks. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 4, and verse 20. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 4, it says that, um, but rather giving of thanks. See, all some things must not be around you, but rather there must always be giving of thanks around. Look at verse 20. Ephesians 5, 20. Giving thanks how many times? When times, only when times are good? Only when times are bad? Only when you feel like it, don't, your thanksgiving shouldn't be based on your feelings. It's always, always. So it must be incessant. Colossians chapter 3, verse 17, it said the same thing, give thanks. Then the, the next point, quickly. So number one, gratitude. Number two, intentional. Number three, demonstrable. Number four, cognizance. Number five, incessant. Number six, passionate. Passionate. Or intensity, you, you, you really, you, yourself is in the thing. It's, it's intense, it's, you mean it, you are intense about it. There's passion involved in saying things. 
to God. Talking about the principles of thanksgiving. There must be passion. Look at, at night, Paul and Silas, they were praising. They were praying and praising God. Obviously, you will know that there's passion involved. Second Samuel chapter 6, verse 14. David danced with all his might. <laughs> Can you imagine? He danced with all. The Bible says that he danced with all his might. That's serious. Serious expression of passion. He danced to the extent that his cover clothes fell. He didn't even know. It's just almost like a woman dancing and the wig falls and doesn't know that the wig is falling. Yeah. If you ever do that, not intentionally, but you're, dancing, you're so much, your wig flies out and your, your hair was just sticking out. And you're saying, then, then somebody taps you on the shoulder. Say, oh, your wig. They pick it. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Then you wear it again. So, he said, God will, will recognize that. Now, I'm not saying that dance and fly your rig. I hope you get what I'm trying. You, have, you, you dance with so much intensity that you stepped into a realm you are not ready to step into. You unintentionally, unintendedly stepped into a realm because of the engagement, like the way people can hurt themselves when they are passionate doing something. Passionate doing something, they've hurt themselves. Lastly, thanksgiving must be prompt. Must be prompt, undelayed. Don't wait, next week I was thankful. I'll be thankful. Today I'm not in the book. Hey! No. The man in the book of Luke chapter 17, verse 15. Bible said they were going one way. When he realized he was healed, he didn't delay. The other guys continued, but he turned back. He, as soon as he saw it, he turned back. Don't delay it. Don't delay it. Don't postpone it. It must be immediate. It must be instant. Thanksgiving must be always anyway, but there are things that when they happen, you must be. That's why after such fasting, we can't do it, we can't wait next month. We have to, we are finishing the fasting. We are thankful to God. Instant. Promptly being thankful. Please remember that when you give thanks, you are doing something good. So what are the seven points I gave? Number one, the principles of thanksgiving. Number one, gratitude. Number two, intentional. Number three, Demonstrable. Number four, cognizance. Number five, incessant or constant. Number six, passionate or intense. And then, um, and the last one, prompt, promptly or undelayed. Undelayed. When you when you give God thanks, your tank will not be empty. When you are thankful, your tank will be full. Did somebody receive something? Let's give Jesus praise. Thank you for listening to this message by David Entry. We pray you have been strengthened and enlightened. You can connect with David Entry on all relevant social media platforms, including Instagram and LinkedIn. You can also hear many more messages from David Entry on all relevant streaming platforms and the Carriage Church app. Don't forget to like and share the message. Be blessed.